Hi, folks. You're listening to Audacity in Love and Life, and I'm your podcast host, Sean Matos. The subject matter I'm going to talk about today is obviously pretty taboo, but I think it should be talked about as much as possible. And unfortunately, my neighbor committed suicide last night. She stabbed herself in the heart. Um, She was suffering from a severe ailment that basically she was dying from and also suffering from mental health issues, depression, you know, physical pain. And I, you know, I guess she had enough and there's a lot of people that have had enough in this world. Um, It's like almost 1.5 million people in this world that die from suicide every year. And it's at least the maybe 10th or 12th leading cause of death. And, you know, white men account for like over 75, 75% of suicides each year. Um, and firearms are usually about 52, 55% of um, the way people, the men at least, to commit suicide. Women don't commit suicide so violently Um, So it is odd that she did that, but I know that she was suffering unbearable pain in pretty much every aspect of her life as far as physical, mental, emotional, you know. uh, She weighed, I think, like 200 pounds, and I'm pretty sure she weighed maybe 70 pounds, you know. Um you know, it's a, it's, it's a shame because my brother-in-law committed suicide back in 1999, or I'm sorry, 1997. Um, he, he was suffering from really bad migraine headaches and insomnia, lost a lot of weight, and, uh, couldn't sleep and it's a horrible thing not to sleep I know I can't deal with not sleeping you know so um, it affects your whole day and I can't imagine not being able to sleep for months or years um, and having a bad headache he had a head injury excuse me he had a really bad head, head injury and after that things went down downhill for him and, and, you know, statistically speaking, um, they did some research where they found that a lot of people that committed suicide or have suicidal thoughts and tendencies had some kind of past head trauma. Um, and he fell off the back of a truck in Pathmark. He was a store manager for Pathmark wanted to pick out a beautiful oil painting that came in on Christmas for my sister, who also worked in the store. Um, So we went on the truck to pick out before they even unloaded a truck. That's how wonderful he was. Such a sweet, loving, probably one of the best people you ever want to meet. He picked out a nice, beautiful oil painting that he was going to surprise my sister for. Fell off the truck, cracked his head open, had to 
be in the hospital, 40 stitches in his head. It was horrible. Um, and ever since then, it just seemed like, you know, health-wise, mentally, everything, it, it, he just went downhill because of the insomnia, the headaches, the migraines, throwing up in the parking lot that he wasn't telling anybody about, you know. We don't know how people are suffering, unfortunately. We can't read people's minds. Um, and, and quite frankly, we're so disconnected in this world right now, probably far worse than ever um, from each other because of politics, because of social media, because of um, not being social with each other in a real sense. You know, it's texting um, posting, sending messages, but there's no real conversations really with people anymore, you know, where they really get to know each other and, and spend time with each other and get to know what's going on in each other's lives. Like we're so busy with our own life. Things are crazy. Prices of food are up, you know, people are struggling and, uh, all that comes into play, um, so if you know of anybody that's posting on social media concerning things about taking their life or wanting to die and everything, you know, and you know them well in person as a friend or family member, you know, reach out to them, talk to them, call 911 if you have you if you feel feel like they're in immediate danger to their life. Or the life of others, call 911. You know, uh, have them call and sit down with them to call the uh, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1 800 927. I'm sorry, 1 800 273 8255. We have to reconnect with people. This, this world has gotten so so crazy with being um, disconnected from each other on an emotional level, on a personal level. You know, we go through a lot alone and, and we shouldn't have to. We have people surrounding us, but they don't touch base with you, find out how you're doing, uh, offer a lending hand when something is happening, you know, I know I'm I'm guilty of being that person who doesn't ask for help. I'm usually the person that people come to for help, um, and and some and and that's not a good thing, you know, uh, for any of us to do, you know. But I've always been that independent person that's always there for everybody else, and I think there's a lot of people in this world that are like that, and unfortunately, you know, they suffer unbearable emotional. Uh, mental pain and, and when you're sick you have cancer you're dying you have other physical ailments you know you're also then dealing with unbearable physical pain and uh, we all should be here for each other we you know it's it's a shame that she felt so bad about her position and she was in such unbearable pain that she took her life in such a violent way, which is incredibly um, 
strange for a woman to do that. Like men usually use violence. Um, and, you know, I can't, I can't imagine how hurt she was to, to be able to do that and follow through with it, you know, but we are all on this earth to be kind to each other, to care about each other, to be there for each other, to be more aware of each other's lives and feelings. And, you know, even children now, like the suicide rate with children is unreal. And, and all because other kids are bullying them and they live in a very small world in their minds. They're children. They're developing mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, they're in their developing stages. They're learning around, you know, they're learning their way through life at that point. Um, and, and the schools, the adults that are supposed to be protecting them don't. They fail them. Um, and unfortunately, they have what they feel is no other choice but to take their life because they don't feel heard, they don't feel uh, understood, they don't feel like there's anybody there to help them, and it, and it shouldn't be. And a lot of has to be the disconnect on the social media, you know. We're all texting each other instead of calling each other and having actual conversations. Um messaging each other and you know you don't get real connection with people when you do that you know um and and we need to get back to real connections with people have a conversation with people you know listen to them be aware of what's going on in their life um and don't be afraid to talk about it don't be afraid to talk about suicide man it's it's a reality. It's a big reality. Uh, there, there are people we send to war to, to protect our country, to fight other uh, issues and help other countries in, in this world. We're not, we're not born and built um, to go around killing other people. We're not robots. We're living, feeling people. And it's not the norm to be sent out to kill another living being. And, and so many people come back, so many of our military people come back that have put their life on the line. And quite frankly, that's it. They, they throw them away like a piece of tissue that they wipe their ass with. You know, the government is the main, 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 you know, violator of that. Like, you have the balls to send these people to go kill other people but when they come back, it's like tough shit. Yeah, you're suffering from PTSD or whatever. Uh, oh, well, you know, we're going to put you through hell before we can give you any help uh, or, you know, approve you for VA benefits and et cetera. It's just ridiculous. It really is. Um, I know I suffer from PTSD, you know, and I haven't been in a war zone, but I've been in a war zone with other people in a sense. And their um, egregious, evil actions and intentions, you know, and that's all it takes. 
for somebody to suffer some kind of uh, form of PTSD or depression or whatever. Um, so we all have our scars and wounds from some things that have happened in our lives and we should be more aware of each other's scars and wounds and, and, and want to kiss them and make them better rather than use them as a weapon against uh, each other or totally just have disregard for each other's feelings because, you know, this happens. People end up committing suicide because they've had enough with the inhumanity, you know, on top of the depression, emotional pain or physical pain that they may suffer from illnesses, etc. You know, so let's let's care about each other. Let's be kinder to each other. Let's be more aware of each other and what's going on in our life and and really have conversations with each other. Not to text you, hey, how you doing? Yeah, have a good week. Take care. You know, because in the, in the it's like when people say, how you doing? And you're like, oh, fine. I'm, 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 I'm just going to say fine because I know the person doesn't really give a shit about how I'm doing. They're they're just asking because they're trying to be nice, but they don't really want to hear about what's going on in my life right now. And that shouldn't be. That should be, how are you doing, really? And sit there and listen to what somebody has to say. And vice versa. How are you doing? You know? Is there anything I can do for you? You know, it. there's nothing wrong with just sitting with somebody and talking about your feelings and what's going on with your life. Because we all have shit going on in our lives. And we all take it as, well, I got this shit going on in my life, so <laughs> I ain't got time for her shit. You know, I don't really want to hear about her problems or his problems because I got my own shit. And it should be. I got shit going on in my life, you know, and I'm pretty sure she's got shit going on with her life. So, you know, let me check up on her and let me see what's going on with her. And, and then I can also vet. And, and it's even if it's just venting with each other, it, it's miraculous how it helps people. So... Be there for each other. Talk to each other in a real conversation sense. Um, not texting and messaging. Um, you know, get back to being connected to each other. Because that's what we need, especially now with the, the way things are in this world. And, and, and be there for people that are sick, that are depressed that are going through some shit that they feel is not going to turn around and be good. But, it, it, you know, we all get to that bottom. Um, and, and, then you, and the only way up, the only way out of the bottom is up. Once you hit rock bottom, it's up. Or in some people, if they're dying, obviously they're going to leave this earth. But you... You need to be there and help them through what they're going through, um, you know, because there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Most of the times, almost all of the time, um, unfortunately, when somebody's dying, they're, they're going to die. 
And it, I, I'm a firm believer if I'm dying, you better not sustain my life any longer if I'm suffering. As a matter of fact, I want to be euthanized. I'll make that choice or whatever to say, cut me off. I'm not going to bear with the pain, you know, if I'm in pain because physically or whatever, or or any of the depression and everything that goes with it, because, you know, that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow for anybody, that you know you're dying and you're just lingering until you die and wither away to nothing. And that's basically what she was going through. So I get it. I get that she wanted to end her life. I get it because that's a scenario where she was, she's dying, you know, and I get, and I, I am wholeheartedly okay with somebody saying, I want to take my life. But in that situation, in that type of situation where they're dying anyway. Um, but that's, just, I think personally, it's a discussion you have with your family and your friends and a doctor, professional, psychologist, etc., before you make that move. And hopefully you have the wherewithal to be able to cognitively make that decision. Because some people, when they're dying, they lose, you know, their dementia, they're, you know, got Alzheimer's, or, or they're just incompetent because of, you know, the health reasons, the health uh, problems that they're going through. But uh, I'm going to end this here. My dog is like making it tough for me to deal with this stuff because she wants to be in my arms and will not get out of it. <laughs> so have, have, a, have a great day, but let's just be there for each other. Be kinder, be more caring, be more uh, available to each other for conversations, real conversations, real time spent with each other enjoying each other and our presence on this earth because life is short, you know, and, and suicide is a reality in this world. And it's happening more and more because of the disconnect that we have each other. So stay connected to each other. And I will catch up with you guys later. Have a try and have a good day. I'm sorry I had to talk about such a depressing subject, but I, I, I believe that it's very important for us all in this world to, to be mindful of that. Take care.